0: Welcome to the So Powerful Podcast. This is your host, Jan Cancilla. You know the sound of my sewing machine means it's time for another episode. So let's get started. Welcome to the So Powerful Podcast. Today we are speaking with Natalie Wellman. And you might recognize that name because Natalie is a contributor of many photos and many beautiful purses to So Powerful. We're going to talk about her interesting background, the travels, the family, the interesting place that she lives, but we're also going to talk about her devotion to So Powerful. Hello, Natalie. How are you today?
1: I'm fine. How are you?
0: Oh, just fantastic. Tell us a little bit about your background. You have a degree that seems like it's a perfect fit for the volunteer work you do for So Powerful.
1: Yes, I have a Bachelor of Science in Home Economics, and I specialized in the fashion and merchandising part of that degree.
0: Oh, that's very cool. And where did you go to school?
1: Cameron University in Lawton, Oklahoma.
0: Oh, okay. I I didn't know about Cameron University. Okay. And you are married with some children, right?
1: Yes. Tell us about your family. I have four children, one biological, three adopted children. Mm I've been married for 43 years and I have four grandchildren, two girls and two boys.
0: That sounds like those family members can keep you busy. Do they live nearby?
1: Yes, they all live here in Huntsville or around our area. No one's more than 45 minutes away.
0: Oh my gosh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And how old are the grandchildren?
1: Um, Six, three, one and a half, and four months.
0: Oh my gosh, those are such fun ages. That's fantastic. So you mentioned that you live near Huntsville. Tell us a little bit about where you live.
1: I live in a small community called New Hope, Alabama. It's southeast of Huntsville. We live out on 13 acres.
0: I've seen pictures on Facebook, and I called it a lake, but you corrected me. Tell me about this body of water on your property.
1: (laughs) It's just a little pond. Maybe my pictures make it look bigger, but it's a little pond in the back of our property with lots of wildlife.
0: Oh, it looks really beautiful. And... On this 13-acre farm, do you have animals?
1: Yes, we do. We have two horses, chickens, dogs, and cats.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And do you ride?
1: I do. I have it recently. I have a horse that I've had for 24 years, and then I have a pony that the grandkids play with a lot.
0: Oh, how fun. And they don't have ponies at their home, right?
1: No, they have to come see Nana to play with the horses and the chickens. And
0: (laughs) that sounds like a good plan. I understand you and your husband like to travel as well. And I guess during the last year, that probably didn't happen much. But what are some of the places that you've visited?
1: Um, I guess my favorite place was Prince Edward Island. We went up there about four or five years ago and we've been to Mackinac Island in Michigan. And we had the opportunity to go to Germany one time. we always try to go a couple of years someplace. We've been to the Cayman Islands and Virgin Islands.
0: I'm seeing an island theme here. (laughs) 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 Well, when you live in a beautiful part of the country, I imagine you take shorter trips around the Southeast United States as well, right?
1: We do. The last one we took, we went do the natahela gorge train up in bryson city north carolina Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for a couple days and then we just found a canyon down in south georgia that we never even knew existed and that was just like a day trip on the way to florida to visit with my mom for a couple of hours
0: oh how nice how nice now you have a hobby of embroidery which I share that hobby with you. I think we're in a couple of Facebook groups focused on embroidery, and it sort of started clicking for me that you were using embroidery on a lot of your purses. But talk to me about why you like embroidery and what are some of the things that you've done with it besides the work you do for So Powerful?
1: Well, when they first came out with the embroidery machines, maybe 20 something years ago, I bought a fast because I just love the look of embroidery. And at that time I embroidered things for my kids and then they got too old. So it was more towels and, and things like that. But now that I have grandkids, they all get a birthday shirt and <laughs> birthday presents and Christmas presents and you know all my family have gotten embroidered things. Um, I just recently upgraded to a new brother and my FAF was getting old and software was outdated so I upgraded and since then I have put so
0: many stitches on this. Okay so I have a brother too so what model do you have?
1: I have the one Oh
0: nice very nice yeah well that's really fun. So I found a bit of stitch through a newsletter where they had digitized making the beginner flap for the So Powerful purse in the hoop. And for our listeners who don't embroider, can you explain what in the hoop means?
1: Basically, the whole flap of your purse is done on your embroidery machine you have to have a six by 10 hoop in order to do this Mm -hmm. Um, but basically you put a stabilizer down and i use a thin piece of batting Mm -hmm. and then i lay my flap cover on top of that and they had two different designs that you could do one was a lattice design and one was a stippling design Mm -hmm. and you do that you know, and that piece. And then you just put your lining on upside down. It sews around that and then you turn your flap and you're done. That was a game changer for me because I could not sew a straight line for
0: <laughs> Well, I was having trouble getting my two corners rounded equally. But, yeah. And I mean, when you do it in the hoop, I mean, it's all computer controlled. So it's perfect. Perfect, It's perfect. Well, and the other thing you can do is after it does the stippling or the lattice is you can add another design, which you typically do. And so you have to use your software and insert that in there, right? Yeah. Insert it in
1: there. And then you move the last stitch that adds the lining to your purse to the very last thing that you mm-hmm. pull. First time I did it, I forgot to do that.
0: And I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. So the the embroidery design ends up um, attaching the lining to the the front of the purse inside right. out. Yeah. And then also that program from a bit of stitch also allows you to do the small slip pocket in the hoop. Did you do that?
1: I've never done that. I've, it's, that seemed to me was a waste of stabilizer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. I did it once and it seemed to take longer to do it that in was. the hoop than on my sewing machine. And so wow. even though it was a little fancier than I would have typically done, I didn't think for an inside slip, wow. it was worth the effort. So it is available and I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about it, but it just wasn't my favorite thing. I've done several like that. I really like it. And Interesting was to use a piece of fine whale corduroy. And so when I did the lattice design, it almost made it look like velvet. I mean, it really turned out pretty. Yeah. So it was nice and yet still nice and durable and washable. Natalie, why don't we take a quick break here? And when we come back, we're going to explore the work that you've done for So Powerful. And we will talk to you in just a minute. Listeners, please stay tuned. Have you gotten the second edition of the We Are So Powerful book? This updated version of the original bestseller, 4.9 out of 5 stars, by the way, is again authored by So Powerful co-founders Jason and Cinnamon Miles. It is available on Amazon in paperback or for your Kindle reader. This latest edition is packed full of moving stories about how So Powerful came to be, the volunteers who make it happen, and the way this small movement has grown into a global mission to break the cycle of poverty through education and the dignity of work. And don't forget, when you place your order, if you use smile.amazon.com and designate So Powerful as your preferred charity, Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase right back to So Powerful. And now back to our podcast. Welcome back. We have been speaking with Natalie Wellman, who has a very interesting background, and she lives on a little mini farm in New Hope, Alabama with chickens and horses and cats and dogs and a beautiful pond that she shares pictures of at sunset from time to time. And we're delighted to talk to Natalie today. Natalie, when did you first hear about So Powerful?
1: It might have been 2015. I was looking back through Facebook and couldn't find the exact date, but I just loved the idea of making purses and saw it and downloaded the intermediate purse. And I think it took me a while before I made that first purse. and I think that was the only purse that I sent that year. But I just kept on trying, and I think the second year I doubled it, and this is probably my fourth year, fourth or fifth year of making the purses. Mm
0: -hmm. And typically, how many purses do you make in a
1: year? Um, This year was only about 55. Last year, I did 100, and and I tried to double it each year as I was doing it. Uh-huh. My
0: goal this year is 156. That's oh, my a gosh. Well, <laughs> well, and think about that. That's 156 girls whose right. lives you've changed. So yeah. that's fantastic. And while you're making the purse, are you thinking about what that means to a girl in Zambia when she gets the purse?
1: I am, When I first read about So Powerful, it just really hit me. You know, I didn't ever have a problem of not having supplies, but I missed a lot of school growing up. I would be sick for two to three days. Oh, gosh. And so I just can remember just missing so much school because of that. But we moved a lot when I was a kid, and the first school we went to they didn't have doors on the bathroom.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: I didn't want to go to school. I wanted to stay home. So mm-hmm. it just really struck me that these girls had nothing and they were still trying you know, to go to school. So it's just been on my heart to do this. Oh, well,
0: that's fantastic. And have you had any thoughts about those people making soap or the people working on the farm and how this thing sort of all ties together.
1: Oh, well, I think that is wonderful teaching them to help themselves. You know, you can give them a fish, but if you teach them how to fish, it changes their world. You know, they're a part of it. We're not just handing them something. They're you know, able to support their families by what we're doing.
0: Now you post the photos of your finished purses on Facebook. And I know that there's a lot of people who actually don't do that, but I think there's a big benefit to that. And I think you might agree with that as well. Why do you post the pictures of your purses?
1: I think it encourages other people and I post them in different groups too like in the different embroidery groups Uh that I've been in. And people are like, wow, tell me about that organization. What can we do? How can we get involved? And so I've done fundraisers that way because they see it and they see, well, that's a neat charity. And they go look at it and, oh, I could do that. Even if they can't sew, they can see other things they can do.
0: Well, and you and I belong to a Facebook group outside of So Powerful. And if I recall this right, some lady said, "I like to sew, but I just can't get motivated to sew if only if only there was a good cause." And I think you're the person that stepped in and told this woman about So Powerful. And as a result, I don't know about her, but several other people from that group have joined. Is that right?
1: That is correct.
0: Yeah. You have to be careful talking about another group inside, you know, another group, you don't want to get into selling because those are usually against the rules. So how did you position this so that it was acceptable in that group, but yet informational?
1: Well, most of the groups that i did this in, they weren't actually the person who sold the items. They had blessing groups or fan groups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Know, some of them have actually said what do you do for charity work mm-hmm. and so you know if you're showing the design and you're showing what design you use and then how you use it and I feel like if someone says oh what organization is this then I can put in and <laughs> yeah. hasn't been deleted yet so <laughs> I guess we're doing
0: okay. Yeah, I know. And it's a little bit tricky, but you hate to miss that opportunity. And as a result of those postings, we've had several people join and you just never know when somebody who has seen that is still thinking about joining and they may still become a member of the So Powerful community. And they may be listening to your podcast right now thinking, oh yeah, I remember her and her nice posts. Now, when you make your purse, and I have to ask this of everyone, are you on team strap or team webbing?
1: Team webbing.
0: (laughs) Me too, but why, why?
1: Well, Every once in a while, I will make a strap if I don't have a webbing, but the strap to me takes forever. (laughs) And I know there are shorter shortcuts to make it. And if I don't have a webbing that will match, then I will make a strap, but I'm more in the creative part of making the purse and not just the construction of making the purse. And the team strap is to construction <laughs> and not creative. <laughs> I have well, seen ones that they've put decorative stitching on them, but. I'm got kind of 88 80,
0: ADD. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've put decorative stitching on my webbing, so you don't have to rule yeah. that out. Yeah. And so that's funny that you say that so enthusiastically, because our guest for the podcast last week, Pat Quigley, is adamantly team strap. So she loves making straps. It's always interesting to hear people's point of view on that. For anybody who's listening today and maybe they haven't jumped in and started making a purse yet, I know you said, you know, it took you a while to make that first one, but what kind of advice would you give somebody who's thinking about making a purse for So Powerful, but they really haven't done it yet?
1: I definitely say that beginner purse that they just came out with in 2018. Mm -hmm. That one is so much easier. (laughs) Than the ones that they first came out with, and just jump in. And there are so many different videos that you can watch, and you know, just pick the material and, and go with it. And um, once you start making them, I sometimes would rather. Do, I've got all these projects for grandkids, and I look at them, and I'm like, now yeah, I'm going to go make a purse. <laughs> <laughs> And do you
0: make one at a time, or do you cut out multiples and then sew, or how do you? I do.
1: I make one at a time.
0: One at a time, yeah. That's... I have
1: tried the multiples, and I'm, I have to make them all different. Mm-hmm. I can't make three or four persons that look exactly alike. I think it's also the ADD. I just, they all have to be different. And so I've got this stack of material that's different, and I just pull them and hope they work together.
0: Well, and I don't know if you do this or not, but I have fabric in my bins and I look at it and I go, oh yeah, I used that for a lining on a purse three years ago. I can't use that again. I I must make another trip to the fabric store or now it's like order it online. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I guess I just like to buy fabric.
1: With the embroidery? I can make them, still make them different. Well, that's true true too. Um, I just made one that I used the same material. I think I used for my very first purse.
0: Oh, well, there goes my excuse out the window now.
1: And this is the new pattern, so I'm okay.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to let my husband listen to this podcast because I'll say, well, I can't repeat this fabric. Natalie thank you so much for your time today and for all that you do for so powerful it was an honor to meet you because I've seen all your work and you know you feel like you know somebody from seeing all the Facebook posts but you don't really and so having this opportunity to talk to you has really been nice so thank you very much
1: thank you thank you for having me
0: (laughs) you're more than welcome we hope to talk to you soon have a good day
1: all righty
0: bye-bye bye-bye If what you've heard today inspires you to want to make a difference, I urge you to explore the So Powerful website at www.sopowerful.org. That's S-E-W-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L dot O-R-G. The website has great information about the organization. It's where you can download the free purse patterns or even make a donation. We hope you will join us again next week when we bring you another So Powerful Story. Thanks for listening. Now, go out and have a So
1: Powerful day.